0: It's our 2019 WWE Fastlane Preview and Prediction Show. We'll have all of our analysis and breakdown plus news. It's the Double Turn Podcast, and it starts right now. An incredible week of television was preceding this pay-per-view. Of course, as I mentioned, we have news, lots of it actually, And then we're we're diving right into, quite possibly, the most inconsequential pay-per-view in WWE for the year 2019. This is Boss Ross, the J-Man, sitting next to me for the Double Turn Wrestling Podcast. What's going on, J-Man?
1: Brother, I'm doing outstanding. It is a pleasure and an honor to be with you this evening. Um, I will say that it is the second most inconsequential pay-per-view of 2019, or the third, depending on how many pay-per-views take place in Saudi Arabia. But, yes, it is pretty inconsequential where it is on the calendar. Yeah, I mean, what I said is fact.
0: Yes. It is is the most inconsequential pay-per-view of 2019 as of this moment.
1: Yes, until Saudi Arabia happens, you're absolutely correct. (laughs) Hey. We don't know what plans they have. I don't give a damn what plans they have. <laughs> don't go back to Saudi Arabia, yo. Like That's that, another <laughs>
0: topic for another day
1: because
0: they're not not going.
1: I know, I know. But and you you're can right. sit
0: there and complain Although about I how they should go, this. and all they're I,
1: gonna go. All the, I'll say this: if Fastlane were taking place anywhere else in the calendar year of WWE, this would actually be a well-done card. You Do think? You, I think so. And we'll go over it in a little bit. We've got to, obviously, we've got to hit the, up the news first, but we're going to dive deep into this card. We're going to predict and preview and dissect.
0: By the way, I'd like to point out that uh, I'm up 15 to 14 because you decided to stupidly pick Samoa Joe as your WWE champion, and he was stupidly, eliminated first.
1: So first of all, shout out to Samoa Joe, new U.S. champ.
0: Oh, you mean the belt that is completely inconsequential? It is seen as a WCW belt, but they have to have a mid card belt on the other show. Okay, that first of all, dun dun da-da, da-da, Joe, 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 or as Scott Steiner called him, Sloppy Joe. I don't even know what to say.
1: <laughs> I don't even know what to say to. What that. about that? Why? Why do we? What have about Scott that painting Steiner, on his face? Why do we have a Scott Steiner reference on our podcast right now? Look, Joe chased him with a sword. Okay,
0: that I, happened. I
1: hate. I hate Scott Snyder. <laughs> I I do not like that man.
0: All right, so would you like to start with uh good news or sad news first?
1: Uh let's hit him with the sad news right. first and then we'll um and then we'll get into a couple of t- good news. For once, I'm starting news this week. That's yeah. right.
0: I just, I just, I just took the well, reins you, you right from you. You have every ya.
1: right to, because this is your. It's. I mean, he's. I love him, but this is your boy. This is one of your three boys.
0: But did I take the Roman Reigns from you or the Luther Reigns from you? I think you took the Luther Reigns. Either from way, me, you? I took the reins. King Kong Bundy is no longer with us. 61 years old. Pretty young. Yeah, very much so. In the wrestling business, for sure. I mean, we saw, or we we had uh, Luke Perry die. He was in his 50s. Yeah, from a stroke. May he rest in peace. So, I mean.
1: Oh, he was, by the way, he was closely intertwined to the wrestling community. Very. I think his son is in the independent scene right now, if I'm not mistaken. Really? Yeah, he is. I actually did not know that. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Well, rest in peace, uh, Luke Perry. Of course, King Kong Bundy was at the height of uh, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan has said on record that was one of his favorite feuds. Uh, he always liked wrestling the larger-than-life characters, which is what King Kong Bundy was. And of course, Bundy's done lots of different interviews about that time period and about you know the feud he had with Hulk Hogan, and that you know made him a big name in the business. Not that King Kong Bundy's feud with Hulk Hogan is the only important thing he did, but back then, if you wrestled Hulk Hogan, you were, you were a big, a big deal. deal.
1: Okay, yeah. So. I mean, Andre the Giant was considered a huge deal, and then when he wrestled Hogan, it was something out of this world. And that's Andre the Giant. It's true. And you look at Randy Macho Man Savage, one of the greatest of all time, but when you put him in the rivalry with Hulk Hogan, it was otherworldly.
0: Your rumor mill of last week ended up being true this week, that being that WrestleMania next year will be in Tampa, Florida. Oh, yeah, baby. So uh, we've had... WrestleMania is in Miami and Orlando, Orlando. and now we're getting one in Tampa. So I've heard good things about Tampa. I've also heard Tampa's a
1: dump. I don't know which it is, but perhaps I need to go to find out. I think you should go to find out because there's a lot of great places in Tampa. New Tampa, which is the the more east side of Tampa, and it's the more well-developed area, is beautiful. Clearwater is also very beautiful. Great beaches over there. And then at the same time, if you want to go ahead and take a trip up north to orlando it's only 45 miles or an hour and a half on the freeway there you go so what you're saying is that i
0: need to hit up the tampa area like this time next year i think you should and just like spend like a month down there and like hit up spring training
1: exactly
0: so for instance i could like go see i think it's the phillies that are in clearwater Yes.
1: So, Don't, I could, and, uh, uh, where do the Yankees and the Sox play? Don't they play down there too?
0: Uh, they there's play in the some in area. Like Jupiter.
1: Jupiter, Florida, is Oh, um, where's Jupiter? Is that in the Miami area? I don't remember.
0: Okay. Again, there's so many different. Here, it's all in the Phoenix area. Well, whereas in Florida, in it's a little yet, more spread out.
1: Tucson's... I uh, love Tucson. I'm raised there, but two, Tucson's an idiot and doesn't know how to keep the Sox and the Rockies and the Diamondbacks. And yes,
0: it is the Phillies that play in Clearwater. Awesome. I only mention that because I could literally spend like a month down there and then go to WrestleMania. And not right to there. mention,
1: you can go ahead and drive up to Orlando to Full Sail and uh, go catch a couple of NXT shows. That's and, actually a thing.
0: And and be the uh, Smark in amongst the other sparks. That is
1: correct. Okay. Fair Perfect. Enough. The guy that's actually gonna root for the baby faces and boo the heels. What a concept. Amazing. Wow.
0: Uh so yes, Tampa. Very exciting. Very yes. exciting indeed. Uh let's see. We also have not one, but oh, actually, I guess it's not new. We we did have one more entrant into the WWE Hall of Fame to join DX and the
1: honky tonk man, that being Tori Wilson. Congratulations to Tori Wilson. Um there has been a lot of backlash, isn't the word. Controversy surrounding Tory Wilson, which I think is unwarranted. Because I think what people are looking at is oh, well, why isn't China getting in by herself? But you're going to put in Tory Wilson. Okay. I don't know how many times we have to talk about this, but I guess we're going to have to talk about it one more time. The situation. That China had within her personal life is the reason why she is not in the Hall of Fame by by herself right now. However, that does not take away from the fact that China's getting into the Hall of Fame, and she is a huge part of this inclusion with Degeneration X getting inducted. I'd have to reiterate that she is just as big a part in the DX induction ceremony as HBK, Triple H, my, um, Billy Gunn, Jesse James, and X-Pac.
0: You mean Road Dog?
1: Road dog Jesse James. Yes, sorry. Just giving you. You know what? I apologize. (laughs) She's just a bigger part of that. The reason why Tori Wilson is getting in is because she was one of the more popular divas in the Ruthless Aggression era. She was good and represented WWE in a good way after she retired. And and this is going to sound crazy, but she was, how do I put this? She was one of those. She brought in mainstream into the WWE Divas. She was one of those girls that did that because uh, Tori Wilson, Candice Michelle, Ashley, Sable, all these girls, they brought in Playboy into WWE. And that was a big thing for them back in the day. It, it, it was. that. So you want to talk about mainstream being brought into the WWE Divas the way that the men were bringing in mainstream into WWE? Tori Wilson was just a big was just a bigger part of that. And then again, she's represented WWE really, really well outside. It's not like Stacey Kiebler, where Stacy Kleber refuses to be mentioned among WWE because she did not like that time in her career. Tori Wilson loved that part of her career. And congratulations to her. And I think she's gonna be a great induct, inductee.
0: Uh, we spoke about this off air. I'll just mention it now. Uh even though China is getting in posthumously. Yes. I have to believe King Kong Bundy's probably going to get in.
1: Probably. Probably. It wouldn't Um, be surprising.
0: But I look at this and actually, let's see. As I uh, get over here, here. Hmm. I guess he's not.
1: He is not a WWE Hall of Famer yet.
0: Yeah. No, I just had to make sure. Sorry about that. No, no, it's okay. It's all good. So... Yes, he's he's not in. So yeah. I would presume that uh that that uh, he may be an addition here in the next four weeks.
1: As he should be. And but you know what the funny thing is, a lot of people get King Kong Bundy and George the Animal Steel confused. Two totally different characters. Two totally different characters. One was very hairy. Yes. George Animal Steel had more hair on his back than Ross has on his face that is a fact and there's and there's quite there's a hefty a, there, beard here yes ross has a wonderful beard going on there Thank he's you. got this uh the it, it kind of you ever seen the lorax
0: you just you just compare on that no, no, note no. we're no. going <laughs> to move on because i was just called the lorax no
1: no no no. no. the winsler the winsler he's kind of got that handlebar mustache going on bro like you know what i'm talking about the beard and everything. note to self very, i'm going to get you back for this for calling. very me the lorax. similar to 2006 triple h come on that's a compliment
0: I do not look like your boy, Triple H.
1: Oh, never mind. That's not... Thank goodness. <laughs> okay. We... we have any more news over there? Uh, yeah. The, one, the biggest piece of news over this entire week. Tommaso Ciampa. Big bad Tommy C. Ugh, is... Ugly. This is ugly. Getting
0: neck surgery, and he's going to be out for over a year.
1: Up to 14 months, potentially.
0: So, that means that, uh, well, he's dropping the title. Yep. Um... We were he sup- he and Gargano won a match at the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. I hope they didn't win another one because he's hurt.
1: Yeah. So, um, and apparently the plan was for Triple H to conclude the story of Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa at Brooklyn, uh, in, in Brooklyn at mm-hmm. NXT New York on WrestleMania weekend. I'm pretty uh, sure that Gargano was going to finally beat Ciampa for the title. Mm-hmm. And that's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. So... Uh, they have four weeks to figure out a plan.
0: My idea was a tournament, although I don't know if they have time to do it. Yeah,
1: but like I told you when we were discussing this off air, apparently NXT continues to record their shows two weeks in advance. Mm-hmm. So according to reports, NXT has maybe one or two shows left to actually complete a build to New York, which is nuts. Well, even though I, we have five I wonder weeks if left. they're gonna
0: have to retape some of their stuff.
1: Maybe. Because they might have to do that. that's that's the good thing about NXT that they could do that if they wanted to. It's well, not kind of live. I
0: mean, you have to you have to figure out a way to get a new champion at takeover New York. You have to. I,
1: yeah, no, I agree. I listen, at this point, I think the only thing of consequence that you could possibly do in New York is Cole and Gargano.
0: Look, uh again, I could make the argument that they should do a tournament over the next four weeks. Right. And have the championship be at take over New York, uh-huh. and they still have time to do it. They do. So whatever they decide to do, um, I just use tournament because the, you could get some guys in that tournament that you normally, I mean, we made a whole list. It looks like they're going to do Dream and Riddle.
1: That should be a lot of fun. For
0: the uh, for the North American title. That should be cool. So that for me, that takes those two out of any world title tournament. Yeah. But I mean, there are other guys that nobody really ever thinks of. The entire Undisputed Era. You could put all, if not you know, some of those guys in, but I mean, even Dominic Dijakovic. Keith Lee, uh, Keith Lee, uh, the guy that I will continue to put over on this show, and that's Jackson Riker, the former Gunner from TNA, who's
1: been mowing through everybody on that show. I mean, they, this could be a really fun way to kind of get Cassius Ono back in the peop- in the minds of people.
0: True, sure. and if you wanted to have a surprise. If they're ready to bring him back, because he technically hasn't debuted on the regular roster, bring back Lars Sullivan. Who cares? You're
1: absolutely correct. And not to mention, not to mention, they could go ahead and switch it up, and they can bring back Ricochet and Aleister Black. Yes,
0: they could. You know? And then, of course, obviously, Gargano would be in the
1: tournament, too. Of course, yes.
0: But they've got options. They sure do. So when we know the options, we'll report it. It sucks for Big Bad Tommy C. Easily one of the best heels, not only in the WWE and NXT, but in all of professional wrestling. We hope for a speedy recovery. Yes. He is
1: quickly getting the maybe unfair moniker, but it is the moniker of being injury Injury prone. Yes. But as you mentioned it, he is a Triple H guy through and through. And when you're a Triple H guy, you're okay. Seth Rollins broke Sting's neck and he's got the main event at WrestleMania. Uh, True. Adam Cole. Is potentially going to be shot up to the main event at NXT. Mm-hmm, true. Kevin Owens has a WWE title shot against Daniel Bryan at Fastlane. If you're a Triple H guy, you are set. So, Triple H, I want to be your guy. That is
0: our news for the week. As uh, on most pay per view weeks, uh, this is the preview and prediction show for WWE Fastlane 2019. I will say this um, NXT this week had four matches, oh boy. and they went an hour and 15 minutes. I would go out of your way to watch it because it's all four matches of the first round of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. And uh, most of this TV, if it was it was either good or it was infuriating, depending on your thoughts on the buildup to this pay-per-view, which we're about to get into, and I say this, this pay-per-view does not need to happen, but it's happening, and here we are.
1: We got to do it. This is what we do. We're the Double Dirt Podcast. We bring for, you stuff.
0: Let's see. For the... Third time in its history. It's in the state of Ohio. Cleveland, Ohio. It's in it's it's at the queue. At the queue. The house Cleveland, of LeBron built Cleveland, Ohio for Fastlane. Going into this week of programming, we had four matches. Mm-hmm. We now have eight. Yes. Including a pre show. So uh we have one, two, three, four, five, six title matches on this show.
1: Do we really? Holy smokes!
0: The only two are the pre-show match and the six-man tag.
1: Is Becky well? What about Becky and Charlotte? It's
0: for a title shot, so you're right. It's only five. So, <laughs> we're so we're
1: gonna get into that, by the way.
0: So it's five title matches. Yep. A number one
1: contenders. I'm sorry. A potential addition yes. to a number one contenders match, which I still don't understand what the concept of that is. What the hell happened to Becky Lynch winning the Royal Rumble, ladies and gentlemen? Well, Can somebody well, answer that question for me? We'll get into that. She
0: got suspended, yeah, ridiculous. and she lost her spot because she didn't apologize after hitting a unprovoked did. general manager.
1: But she did. I it stupid. Is what it is. Thank you, Vince.
0: Eight yeah. matches. I know you're already upset about the pre-show. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to tell you to just. I know. Deal with it. I am. Um, you've really been telling me to deal with a lot of this, things this card. Week. I am not enthused with because this, this pay-per-view does not need to happen. And I, mean, I realize really... that we have to talk about it and I have to get somewhat excited for it because we're watching it Yeah, and then we'll have a post show on it on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I understand these things, but what am I? Okay. You have overtly told me as a fan that this show does this not matter. show does not matter. You've told me this. Because your top champion is not here. Yep. Most of these feuds, I either have thought that they've run their course, or or I'm just waiting for WrestleMania for the payoff. Yep.
1: Or it's a match that was thrown together this week. Hell, you could make the case that Elimination Chamber almost didn't need to happen. I mean, they almost told us that Elimination Chamber didn't matter when they kept on saying Ronda Rousey was going to be in the main event of WrestleMania even though she had a title match against Ruby Riot at Elimination Chamber. Oh. And that was Elimination Chamber. I am on board with saying you should have the Royal Rumble in January. And then just go straight to WrestleMania.
0: And do not have a pay-per-view until WrestleMania.
1: You've said that before on this podcast. Yes, you have.
0: But here we are. We've no, already no. had uh, we've already had two pay per views. This is going to be the third. It's going to be the most inconsequential pay per view of 2019. At, as, as, as of this, of this moment, point. yes. It still could be though. You never know.
1: I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. We may have a,
0: we we may have another greatest uh, tournament in the world again. Another and have, greatest
1: Royal Rumble and have Braun Strowman pick up a green title that means nothing. You never know. Maybe we'll have Kurt Hawkins win it instead.
0: Actually, I think they have different plans for Kurt Hawkins. We'll get to it later. Not on this show though. Thank God. The pre-show match is Rey Mysterio versus Andrade in, uh, what, uh, in what Impact would call a grudge match. <laughs> Not just a singles match, a grudge match. Because they've had a feud and they've had
1: several matches together. They have. And uh, By the way, can you, can you elaborate on the fact, uh, th- th- do you think that they've been okay matches on SmackDown, Ross? Oh, look,
0: I've said this before. It's amazing what happens when you get two guys that can work the same style.
1: The reason why I go ahead and ask you that question is because I'm trying everything that I can to go ahead and make sure that I don't lose it. Because we have eight matches to get through. Mm -hmm. Can somebody please explain to Jorge Aquino Rodriguez, yes, that is my name, why is Andrade Cien Almas and Rey Mysterio on the damn pre-show? I'll tell you why.
0: Because, it's not a
1: good enough reason, but go ahead. Okay,
0: so for the last basically three weeks of television...
1: They have done nothing.
0: They've been in the middle of an R-Truth United States joke.
1: Or Andrade's getting his ass whooped by Aleister Black. Which I'm okay with. I, you I are, know
0: you're not, but I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm, so, it's
1: not a, It's not that I'm not okay with it, it's just not yet.
0: So, again, the reason these two are having a match on the pre-show... Is to get them ...and up. not on the main roster... And I have to to say this because people always look back to the good old days of WCW when the Cruiserweight match opened the show and, you know, it was a separate section of the product that people watched WCW for the Cruiserweight matches and that's what some people were looking forward to. And they had great matches. But think of it as you're reading a book. You don't want the first chapter to be like this, Unbelievable thing. And by the time you get to chapter 50, it's like, well, what happened? Because we went from chapter You want chapter 50 to be the best chapter.
1: I I, I couldn't agree with you more. That they doesn't just, mean chapter to... one has to be bad. Right. And they keep messing that formula up at WrestleMania.
0: It's true. So it's going to be a match on the pre-show that will get people excited, that will get them in the mood to start this pay-per-view. And perhaps. Just perhaps, this will lead to a bigger deal
1: in four weeks. That's what I'm hoping for because
0: it's a transition
1: pay-per-view. I agree.
0: So I realize that didn't not upset you,
1: mm-hmm. but it's the best I got. No, that's fine, and I, and I get it. Listen, I'm not dumb, and you know this. Like I'm 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 pretty I'm pretty knowledgeable when it comes to this product. You would you be did doing pick this. Joe
0: to win the WWE title last month? <laughs> I was going with
1: my heart. It's going with my heart. But just... what I know, but what I'm saying is. This is just passion building up. When you have two wrestlers who stole the show on SmackDown on three different occasions, and on one of those occasions, your match still ended in disqualification and you still stole the show. This is how you repay them, by having them on the pre-show. But it is what it is. Who you got winning?
0: Ray. Okay. The reason I say that is because I know WrestleMania is the... Place where a bunch of baby faces are supposed to win. Yeah. Uh, and I realize that Andrade's been losing a lot. But personally, I think in order to just immediately have Andrade get his heat back, I think the babyface has to win here to build up for another match at WrestleMania. I think Ray needs a win to keep this going, mm-hmm. which I think is the plan. Hopefully it's the plan. Hopefully they're not stuck in the battle royal, but you never know. So if it's the plan that these two are just going to wrestle, mm-hmm. whether it's for a title or whether it's for whatever, I think Ray has to win here.
1: I could not agree with you more. Um, and and I said this to you when we were talking about it off air. You've had Andrade already lose to Alistair Black, which is perfectly fine. But at the same time, I would have just appreciated that match happening somewhere else after Aleister Black has been on the main roster for a few months. And he's been built up a little bit more. um, And Andrade didn't have to lose as much heat as he did. But again, he lost some heat. And then, for those of you who don't know, Samoa Joe won the United States Championship on Tuesday. And he ended up pinning Andrade clean. So that would make two matches in a row. I'm sorry, not two... Well, I mean, no, he lost three matches in a row because he actually technically lost in the triple threat even though Mysterio took the pin from our truth two weeks ago, but he still lost the match nonetheless. So that makes it three matches that this man has lost in a row. Um, But if you want to continue this feud, which they should because it's two of the best on the roster and if you want Andrade to fully go over he shouldn't go over at Fastlane he should go over at WrestleMania especially if they were to have this feud finish up there um i love Rey Mysterio and that's why i'd like to see him beat Andrade so this feud can continue because Andrade has already won twice he won in the tag team match that they had a few a few weeks back he won in that in the killer that stole the show on SmackDown in late January right before the Rumble um so it just only makes sense listen this rivalry is amazing these two can go in the ring just add more storyline to it and this is going to be a gem but uh Mysterio should win on Sunday
0: we have a triple threat tag team match for the WWE Raw tag team titles thank
1: you for pronouncing it correctly thank you for not pulling a Sasha Banks carry on
0: the champions the revival taking on Aleister Black and Ricochet and Chad Gable and Bobby Roode the glorious ones this basically just got pieced together because uh well the revival been losing
1: a lot even though they just won the tag team titles three weeks ago so who do you got and why oh boy um man you and i talked about this is one of the harder matches to pick on the entire card
0: oh i think it's the hardest i do because literally they could have the revival get a big win They could keep Black and Ricochet's momentum going, or they could just play hot potato and give the belt back to the uh, heel team of uh, Rude and Gable. Which they haven't
1: turned heel yet, by the way. Let's let's clarify. I understand that, but in this
0: case, in this real, although actually the Revival are technically still heels, aren't they? Eh, You've got options is my point.
1: Yeah, and let... Let not let's not take away from the fact that Gable and Rude can go as a tag team. They actually have really good chemistry. They have really developed themselves over – how long have they been tagging now? Like six or seven months? Sounds about right. Yeah. So And they've developed some impressive chemistry between the two. And the only reason why I wasn't necessarily on board with them as being champions is because I really wanted the Revival to be the champions. The Revival is the best tag team not named the Usos in World Wrestling Entertainment today. Period. Bar none. In WWE, that's not that's not including NXT, let me clarify. Um, the Revival need to win this, man. You can't have them win the Tag Team Championships and then lose every match that they are involved in. You might as well have had them not win the Tag Team Championships three weeks ago to begin with, if that was going to be the case. I love Alistair Black and Ricochet. Um, they're going to be doing great things. They got called up for a reason. They are one of the th- four best performers in NXT period, and they're one of the probably both of them are probably top 15 on the main roster right now easy um but i don't think it's right especially considering the fact that they're in the dusty roads classic in nxt right now it would just be really weird if you have them win the tag team championships on the main roster and then try and win a classic on them in the minor league system it just doesn't really make any sense from a storyline perspective um gable and rude i like them but your second best tag team in wwe right now is the revival Treat them like it. Have them win. Have them win clean. Um, and then don't, do not mess this up by having them pin Alistair Black and Ricochet. Please. Have them pin Bobby Rude. It only makes sense. So, yeah, I'm going with the revival.
0: So I sat here and I said, if you want the nonsensical swerve booking.
1: Then you go ahead and pick.
0: You pick Gable and Rude. Right. Because it makes the least amount of sense Great. for belts that have been completely diminished. Right. Which they really have no reason to be because I remember the Raw Tag Team titles actually meaning something not
1: that long ago. The New Day and the Bar and the Hardys help that a lot. It's true.
0: Now, the sexy pick here is Black and Ricochet. That's the sexy pick. They are kind of maneuvering around all three shows. I don't think they want to limit them to just being on Raw. They're going to have to. But if they win the belts, they have to. Right. So I am also picking the Revival because if you're going to keep these guys around and you're going to keep the division a little more stable, and to be perfectly honest with you, they really only need to kind of keep the status quo for like another four, five, six weeks until they decide we're going to shuffle up the roster we're gonna have new champions at Mania. We're gonna figure out how we want to position ourselves for SmackDown being on Fox and kind of rebalancing the rosters. Although Raw is still gonna end up having more talent because that's what they always do. So even though
1: Fox is the one that's the bigger channel than USA, but yeah,
0: they'll 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 still never see SmackDown as the A show. Uh, so my pick is also the revival. I'm actually I'm actually pleasantly surprised that we are both two for two right now. I am too. Although, I will tell you, if Black and Ricochet win, they're going to get a big pop oh, because it's absolutely.
1: Those two. And, absolutely. And by the
0: way, even though I was hesitant about the two of them teaming. They make a really good tag team. They do make a good tag team. I realize people are just going to say, well, Aleister Black and Ricochet should be getting singles pushes. You know what? You're right. But unfortunately, if you want to get these guys, and remember, I went on my rant last week of, Yes, they're beating a lot of high-profile guys that a lot of people like us mm-hmm. that are hardcore fans like. You have to get the mainstream people behind these guys early enough. They have to start beating names. I agree. So, I don't think they're going to take the pin. I, I shouldn't think take the probably pin. Gable or Rude's going to take the pin. Uh-huh. Obviously. And I think we move on and we go with uh, whatever happens at WrestleMania, and right. we've got plans for four weeks or six weeks or whatever it
1: is. Yeah, and let me clarify. So Ricochet has Ricochet, Ricochet's actually only been pinned once in his entire WWE NXT career, and that was by Johnny Gargano. That is the only time he's been pinned that I am aware of. Unless, am I inaccurate in that assessment? I don't think so. I think that's actually I think that's correct. He has not been pinned by very many guys. No, he has so not. Alistair kind of like. Black has only been pinned by Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano who pinned him in the Steel Cage match at NXT. Yes. That's all that's the only two dudes that he has lost to. These two are about as well by the way, Alistair Black is a triple H guy.
0: True story.
1: For sure. And so is Ricochet. So there you go. Um they're not taking the pins. They shouldn't take the pins, but they also shouldn't win yet.
0: So, Revival is our pick for the uh, Triple Threat Tag Team Match for the Raw Tag Team championship. That is correct, yeah. The Boston Hug Connection, they just won the uh, first ever, the inaugural. As Say the it correctly, be, please. The WWE Women's Tag Team Championship.
1: Thank you very much. That means a lot.
0: They are taking on Nia Jackson Tamina in their first ever defense of the belts since they won it at the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view uh because it's on Raw even though I thought they were supposed to be on
1: both shows. They are. They've been talking a lot of smack to the Iconics. A lot of smack, iconics, iconics, and then they also showed up in NXT uh, last week, if I'm yes, not mistaken. They so uh, they're definitely making their rounds. If you look on their Instagram pages, they're talking a lot of smack in those comment sections. Like, take it easy, Bailey. Take it easy. So I know why they're putting Nia Jackson
0: Tamina in this match. It's they're the big bruisers on Raw, and you know they're gonna have. It's
1: I get it. Yeah, I mean, However, uh, Tamina and Nia wouldn't have lost if Nia's would not have run through the plexiglass. Pex, plexiglass, mm-hmm. sorry, excuse me.
0: They're going to build this as Bailey and Sasha are going to get beat up for half the match. And then they'll have their triumphant comeback and win. So Boston Hug Connection will retain their WWE women's tag team championships
1: i mean this shouldn't even have to be a choice but i'm going to make it anyways because it's the easiest match to pick in this entire card it's sasha and bailey like it's the. can we move on like sasha and bailey are gonna beat them hands down no problem we can we can I, and by the way let that not be me, me made aware that i don't give a damn about this match i do it's just the easiest card to. it's just the easiest match on the card to pick oh i don't care
0: because the match I wanted to see, I'm not getting.
1: What you wanted? Sasha I wanted and to see. I wanted to see Mandy and Sonya. That's right. Yeah, that's the match that I was wanted the, to the, see. Which made sense because they were the last two in the Elimination Chamber. Can somebody tell me from a booking perspective why the hell is Nia and Tamina getting shot over Mandy and Sonya?
0: Because they're on Raw.
1: It's ridiculous. Plus, WWE, w- you got to remember, you have other shows that matter, not just Monday Night Raw. Good luck. I know.
0: Good luck. I can get that. We'll get to Mandy Rose in a second. Yes, we will. The Usos are facing The Miz and Shane McMahon for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Now, remember, there is no more automatic rematch clause. Of course, when the general manager of SmackDown's involved, he can just give himself a rematch. Hold on. The Usos wanted this rematch. So did The Miz. So did The Miz. So basically, everybody except for Shane. Right. And then Shane just get it because he's in charge. So the Usos won the tag team titles at the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view after one of them was arrested for being drunk in public, as Ron White would say. Actually, he was drunk in a car, but in public. Just saying. (laughs) So the Usos surprisingly won the tag team titles, the Blue Belts, at the last pay-per-view. They are essentially hardcore setting up The Miz versus Shane McMahon at WrestleMania. Is there any reason why I should not pick the Usos to retain and actually have a feud with, I don't know, anybody that's an actual tag team? Because they're going to have the Miz and Shane McMahon feud at WrestleMania? No. So the Usos are retaining.
1: Can we talk about how great the Usos promo was on Tuesday for a second, though? They welcomed us to jail. You keep saying that. (laughs) That's not what I'm referring to, though. Talk about how they were – How I don't know if it was Jay or Jimmy because I can't tell them apart. Um, That is racist. That is not racist. They're (laughs) freaking identical. I don't know what you want me to tell you. They look exactly the damn same. You will know which one is Jay. We got to look on the damn wrist to see what they're wearing to go ahead and decipher it.
0: And then by default, you will know who is Jimmy. (laughs) However, however, incognito tag team that needs to happen – is Jimmy Uso and Little Jimmy. <laughs> that needs to happen. Meanwhile, Jay and R Truth can also have their weird tag team. Oh, God. Day one is truth. <laughs> Day two, however, false. <laughs> Day three would still be Triple H, though. <laughs> oh, God. Day four would be another excuse on the answers from an eight ball.
1: I gotta pick my. I gotta make my pick. It's the Usos, man. It's the Usos. Like they are the best tag team in WWE right now. Period, bar none. But that's not the only reason why. It's just because they're going for Shane and Miz at WrestleMania. Uh the feud that unfortunately nobody wants. Unfortunately. But yet we're gonna get. You're we're gonna get it regardless. The question it, is,
0: will Miz's
1: dad be the referee? I don't. know, no. I actually I think it's gonna be Monroe Sky personally. But whatever. I
0: would have voted for Strom personally. (laughs) Strom is a cone, the referee that looks like Agent Strom from the Saw series. Once you see it, you can never go back. True, or you know
1: what? You You can have Nicholas make his a cameo at WrestleMania one year after he, because he'd be 11 now. Wow, he's an old man.
0: That is terrifying, and I shame you for referencing that on this podcast.
1: I'm sorry. Don't get mad at me. I will because who made the booking decision to have Strom's son or John Cone's son? (laughs) John John Cohn's son be Braun Strowman's tag team partner at WrestleMania last year. I'm guessing
0: it was Braun Strowman's call. Of course it was. Strowman was like, you know what? I could have Bobby Lashley,
1: but it's more believable if I have a 10-year-old. Absolutely. I I, I believe it, personally. If you believe anything Braun Strowman says, it's the Usos that are winning the tag team match on Sunday and retaining their titles.
0: We are 4 for 4 I have a bad feeling that I don't know if there's going to be any differences, but that's okay because this pay-per-view is inconsequential. (laughs)
1: i need to find a way to get back into the tie at least so
0: all right we have oscar versus mandy rose okay for the wwe smackdown women's championship now caveat to this do we know how mandy rose got a title shot was she just awarded it
1: she uh, much like most of the
0: much like most of the smackdown tag teams in the elimination chamber they just announced it via twitter you just read my mind (laughs)
1: No, not all of them not all of them announced it via Twitter. Some of them al- announced it in backstage segments Tout, for- which doesn't exist anymore. Oh, that's right. That doesn't <laughs> exist. Facebook? No, no. It was backstage interviews WWE. with wwe.com. Yes, it nice. was backstage interviews with Dasha Fuentes and with Kayla Braxton, your girl, or with Charlie Caruso even. No, actually that's incorrect. Charlie Charlie Caruso's on Raw. My apologies. Her and Mike right. Rome are on Raw. Dasha Fuentes and Caleb Braxton are on SmackDown. Got to get my stuff together. Get it right. I will. Um, yeah, so all of them, it was via exclusives on WWE.com. Uh, except for Mandy and Sonya, they actually did it on SmackDown, but it was a backstage okay. interview.
0: Okay, so Mandy Rose is getting a title shot. Yes. Against Asuka, who they have told you in storyline does, does not, not matter, matter. Because all the real talent in the division wants to be on Raw. Correct. Well, not oh. be on Raw, just have a match with Ronnie. Also,
1: uh, Oscar did get hurt recently. Yes, like it was kind of scary for a bit. Yeah, she pulled an Ellsworth. She—that is exactly what she did, and it, it was an accident. It, let's clarify it. It was not Mandy Rose's fault. Mandy Rose is going for the fairy tale ending, which is basically if you're picking up your opponent in almost a power palm position, but you have their arms hooked, so. It's as if you're going for a pile driver, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. Um, And then what happens is you slam the opponent face first, stomach first, back onto the mat. The problem was, in this particular instance, Asuka tucked her head. So that means that instead of her landing, looking down towards the ground, her head was turned, was inverted if you will and the head came down crashing first before the remainder of the body that is on the oppo- that is on the person who is taking the maneuver not on the person delivering the maneuver so
0: just to give you an idea yeah did you ever watch awesome kong
1: yes that was her move actually
0: it was called the implant buster and Tommaso Ciampa hits a fairy
1: tale ending as well
0: and her move is called kiss the rose that's adorable. I am not making that up. I'm I'm well aware. It is called Kiss the Rose. The Nini very Hair finishes. Guess who guess who suggested it, by the way?
1: Was it Corey Graves?
0: Gold <laughs> dust.
1: <laughs> WrestleMania.
0: He's referencing when he was electrocuted and Triple H laughed and Ric Flair was in the ring and <laughs> That was back when. Well, actually, it's pretty much that all was 17 been
1: seventeen years ago.
0: All been comedy gold dust. Sixteen years ago. By I'm the sorry. way, by the way, I did found out. I found out. I did find out a hilarious gold dust story, involving how initially, the WWF at the time, were courting Dennis Rodman to come on their programming, and the idea was for Rodman and Gold Dust to kind of be a a thing,
1: like like a team. Who the hell came up with that idea?
0: Well, obviously, Rodman was not okay with it because he would have rather have been with Hulk Hogan, which at the time was still the biggest name in the business. Yeah. Plus, he was a heel. Plus, it fit the persona anyway. Plus, not to he mention, loved he, pro-
1: he probably wanted to go ahead and make Carl Malone's life a living hell. Good old Carl Malone, that uh, the mailman. He didn't deliver on Sundays, he did not. Malone. couldn't even deliver the utah jazz to a game seven against the michael jordan bulls
0: i still remember those uh, blue and light purple and white jerseys with the mountains those were awful yes those were awful you know thank were, you for the horrifying memories john stockton whoever, whoever Hornacek, decided
1: to move them from new orleans to utah you could have at least changed the name of their actual
0: so you're saying team. that the lakers should not be the
1: lakers Oh, I've been saying that for forever and a day. I didn't know what a Laker was for a long time, and I finally looked up what a Laker was, and it turns out to be a fish that resides in the state of Minnesota. They are
0: also inhabitants of lakes.
1: Yeah, there is Lakers. no lakes in Los Angeles.
0: Maybe you should ask LeBron how he's feeling about being a Laker.
1: I will. He okay. probably feels like crap, and so does Ray- so does Rayjean Rondo. They apparently.
0: knew that team was going to be terrible. Back to wrestling, though. It, it is Asuka versus Mandy Rose. Here, Here is what I will tell you. Go ahead. The SmackDown women's roster, now that Charlotte and Becky are both fighting for a title on Raw. Is depleted. If you want a shock finish on this pay-per-view, you put Mandy Rose over. However, oh, and by the way, if it happens, I will sit here and say, I called it, even though I'm not predicting it.
1: That's I'll give you it.
0: Because. I'm
1: not going to give if you the you point, really, but I'll give you the credit.
0: If you really want to shake up SmackDown and do something. Unexpected, totally different, and totally something to be like, wow! Like that would be a shock moment to you. But Mandy Rose over, unfortunately, I don't think they're going to do that because I think they want to wait to see what the fallout is from WrestleMania. Because just a little newsflash, I don't think Charlotte's winning at WrestleMania. Although I didn't think she was going to beat Oscar Streak either, so. If Charlotte doesn't win at WrestleMania, theoretically, she goes back to SmackDown, where then her and Asuka can have a feud for the belt.
1: That match should happen at Survivor Series, so you take the entire spring and the summer to go ahead and build up to—I mean, you'd have matches, obviously, between the two of them there. Oh, the uh, no. Bill, the absolutely no match. title
0: defense is Brock Lesnar's title. Right. Why not? Oscar sure. and Brock Lesnar, hey, same it sentence. would
1: make sense. Oscar didn't show
0: up on TV for five weeks. That is not her fault. She is not contractually saying that she'll show up to 10 dates or 15 dates a year, unless you want to book that in the storyline. That would be hilarious. She just comes out and is like, here's my new advocate, Paul Heyman. That would be, uh, hey. I she,
1: would die. That would make sense. <laughs> so who are you picking?
0: Asuka. Okay. Uh, I, I I I think if you're going to have Asuka lose the title. It
1: should happen at WrestleMania
0: but then but then we're going to have like 17 title changes at WrestleMania. And yes, I said 17 even though there aren't 17 titles.
1: How many um, did we had for we had a lot of titles change hands last year.
0: Not as much as uh, that SummerSlam. Not as much as that NJPW show where every match or every belt every changed. Every match hands.
1: actually every championship change hands. You're absolutely correct. And SummerSlam a lot of titles change hands as well.
0: Let's not have that happen. So if That's fair. I'm picking Oscar. I actually think this is going to be a better match than people think it's going to be because I think they're going to let Mandy Rose get a lot of offense, and I think it's going to be very close. And I could see Sonya getting kicked out of the match because she'll probably be at ringside. She'll probably do something to try and help Mandy. But I don't think they have the guts uh, to put Mandy Rose over yet, even though she is night and day better from a year ago. But I will
1: say Oscar retains. Um, Mandy Rose... Does not know Mandy Rose from last year. They are two completely different people. It's true. Mandy Rose has, and Sonya Deville as well. They are so much better than they were 12 months ago. It's unbelievable. Not just from a promo cutting perspective. Just everything. you said it, and I'll agree with you. Mandy Rose's knee is one of the best knees in the business. And then her power game is unreal. She's incredibly athletic. And guess what? She can actually cut a promo. She can. She might be one of the best promo cutters on SmackDown right now. I think the only person that's better than her... And I'm not going to include Charlotte because Charlotte is just above and beyond everybody else on the roster. So I'll go ahead and mention somebody like Carmella. Or I'll mention somebody like Alana. Or I'll mention somebody like I can't think of anybody else in the raw, in the SmackDown women's division. Because That's how depleted the SmackDown division is right now. Um, I've never thought Naomi's that good of a promo cutter. She's okay. Naomi's very hit or miss. That's not the point. Mandy Rose has improved leaps and bounds. I think she's gonna be champion before we know it. It's not gonna happen at Fastlane. I am gonna pick Oscar, but I'm gonna pick Oscar winning by via disqualification, my friend. I think Sonya's getting involved, and I think that Oscar and Sonya are gonna lay down the beatdown, and we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna have Mandy and Sonya standing tall. Nobody's gonna to come to back up Oscar. I think that she's just going to get beat up. We're going to have a good 10-minute match between the two. Oscar's going to—I'm re- oh, sorry, Mandy's going to realize she can't beat Asuka, and then she's going to, I don't know, have Man- Sonya come in, and then they're going to beat the snot out of her, and Oscar's going to win via the So I'm taking that. So it's technically Asuka winning. Uh... I know you hate that finish, but— No, it just means Naomi's getting involved. Awesome. I, I don't want to say that, but but it's going to happen. Yes. Uh, however, Naomi ha- going to run down. The
0: however, way. if Oscar wins clean, you lose because you're picking DQ.
1: No, you're. I'll take that because you. Because um, I lost you, a point
0: with uh, Brian. Brian, mm-hmm. you did No,
1: no, no. That's fine. I'm willing to take that. So okay. Yeah, but that's I, your way just, of
0: that's your way of trying to get your point back, huh?
1: No, 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 no. It's not. It's just I I genuinely think that the, the that they may do that. All right. I'd rather
0: be honest with myself. So we both pick Asuka. You pick her by DQ. I pick her clean. There you go. I hate to do this, but I have to pick it as the third most important match of this pay-per-view. The Shield are back together. Oh, yeah. And they are facing Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, and Bobby Lashley in a good old six-man tag. This, of course, is because Roman Reigns is back. He, uh, his cancer is in remission. Seth Rollins doesn't have anything better to do until he faces Brock at WrestleMania, and apparently Dean Ambrose is a babyface again, for now, or maybe they just decided to turn him babyface for this. So here's my other question, because on the surface, this should also be a very difficult match to pick. Should it? Because there on the one hand is, this is Roman Reigns' first match back, he shouldn't lose, however you're not going to pin roman reigns so the shield could technically lose and you could keep the heel team strong
1: okay well you can't and pin you roman could also, and you can't pick and you can't pin rollins that's not true you, you i'm sorry you how, he's the number one contender to the universal title like if you pin Four rollins it's not on your sure. mind
0: i'm just saying you could also
1: have dean Ambrose just screw them both over and walk out true i mean you, there's been there's been rumors about roman and Ambrose at wrestlemania they have not had a it's real true. one-on-one match since their WWE Championship match at Survivor Series a few years back for the vacant. So then, WWE in that title.
0: case, if you're going to do Roman versus Dean, then Roman's got to take the pen. Now, yes. I am not saying Roman Reigns should lose his first back his first match back from recovering from leukemia. I'm not saying that. In fact. I would say even more so that the Shield should win this match because of their record in six-man tags. And the very next night on Raw, all three of the Heels can just get their heat back.
1: Or you could have Dean Ambrose turn on Roman Reigns the night after.
0: Yes, you could. So, uh, I think that the Heels are going to get a lot of offense. I think the babyfaces are going to be in peril quite a bit. Uh, I would expect nothing less than Roman Reigns getting the hot tag and I would anticipate that we are going to see a triple powerbomb on Baron Corbin and that the three of them are going to basically pin Corbin. I'm not picking that as being specific, but I'm saying I believe we're going to get a triple powerbomb on Corbin and I think that the Shield are going to win this six-man tag team match over Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, and Bobby Lashley.
1: Um, I think it would be Poetic Justice if they laid down um, uh, McIntyre, then they laid down Lashley, and then they powerbombed Corbin on top of both of them, and then just pinned the three of them on top of one another. Okay. That would actually make total sense. That's too complicated, and it's not going to happen. Roman Reigns is going to spear the bejesus out of Baron Corbin. Uh, He's going to spear him so hard that Baron Corbin's boots will land at MetLife five weeks prior to him even showing up um you can write the story of roman reigns and dean ambrose the next night on raw you can write the story of roman reigns and baron corbin the next night on raw but roman reigns will be the one that makes the pin not takes the pin makes the pin the shield is winning on sunday yeah, Roman doesn't come back after four and a half months of battling leukemia for him to lose clean to Strowman. I'm sorry, to Corbin, Lashley, and McIntyre. That's just not happening. Regardless, if you have Dean Ambrose turn on him or not. If anything, if you want Dean Ambrose to turn on Roman Reigns and have him turn on him after the match, it makes sense.
0: All right, because it's our show. Yeah, and because this is the way we do things. I am leaving what should be the main event of the show as last. the last thing we
1: predict. I'm Listen, I, te- I texted you just knowing the way that WWE <laughs> goes about their business. However, they could pull a swerve and they could still give us the WWE championship match as the main event. It's at- not going to happen. I know it's not. It's not going to happen.
0: All right, so it's Charlotte versus Becky Lynch. If Becky Lynch wins. She's back in the WrestleMania 35 main event with Ronda and Charlotte. Becky wins. I'm uh, moving on
1: Becky's winning I don't know why this is I don't even know why this match is happening i get I get it storyline yeah, she got suspended blah blah blah. she won the rumble. she shouldn't even even lost like she got unsuspended. she got reinstated. Like, I'm sorry, do you just lose your opportunity after you've been reinstated? You're reinstated, that you never lost that opportunity. From a booking standpoint, that makes absolutely no sense. Let me be the first to tell you, though. Becky and Charlotte are going to put on a show at Fastlane. These two women are the top two women's wrestlers in WWE right now. Period, bar none. This what is going to be... Rhonda. Yes, but I, I'm from a wrestling perspective, it's Charlotte and Becky and then Ronda. That's what I'm referring to. These two can put on a match that happens to be the best thing on earth with their eyes closed if they wanted to. They can have their arms tied behind their back, except Becky can't do that because she needs to put on an arm bar. Um, this match is going to be fire, um, but it's going to be Becky. Becky's. Uh, my question is, how weak... Can you get away with making Charlotte look five weeks prior to WrestleMania? That's the question. Because they got to be very careful with that. They can't just have Charlotte tap out to the arm bar. I'm sorry, to disarm her. They can't. So, do you have her pinned? Do you have Becky win via roll-up? Do you have Ronda show up at Fastlane and beat down Becky and Becky wins down by disqualification? That could actually be a thing. but Beck, So how do you think Becky's going to win? I'm curious to know that.
0: I am at the point of apathy with this feud.
1: I, I know. But so we, but, but, I
0: stick with Becky wins. I'm over it. I move on. <sighs>
1: I just told you that I thought Oscar was going to win via DQ, and you've told me, and you told me that if she wins via pinning Mandy Rose on Sunday, that I lose a point. And you're just going to say Becky wins, we move on.
0: She wins via armbar, I move on.
1: Thank you. Uh, okay, yeah, Becky wins. She's going to pin Charlotte, and we'll move on to the main event that you believe should be. Oh, good, something I care about again. Yes. Daniel
0: Bryan versus Kevin Owens for the WWE Championship. The Planet's Champion, Daniel Bryan, taking on uh, what many people thought was going to be Kofi Kingston. Apparently not. That, that match is now happening at WrestleMania, and uh, Kofi Kingston took Mustafa Ali's spot, and apparently now people care about Kofi Kingston again. So... We're now having a match that nobody really cared about 6 weeks ago now happening at WrestleMania because the fans get what they want. Uh, oh, by the way, immediately making Kevin Owens a heel. That's great. Even though he's a babyface in this match. So, Kevin Owens gets a match and a return at a pay-per-view that does not matter because the fans get what they want. So, I'm here to tell you now, it is a mistake to have Daniel Bryan drop the title at WrestleMania to a non-main eventer! He needs to hold the title till like SummerSlam, because it fits the gimmick. So, if your idea is that Kevin Owens is just going to lose his return match in a title match, that's dumb, but we're here, so it's going to happen. So, Daniel Bryan's going to win and retain the title. He shouldn't lose the title at WrestleMania. He shouldn't lose the title to Kofi Kingston. And he needs to be the champion for a while because he's one of the best things going, if not the best thing going in the company. Why would you derail that? Because the fans want something else. Give me a break. Daniel Bryan wins and retains the WWE championship and remains the planet's champion.
1: Captain Planet, he's our hero. Gonna take pollution down to zero. KO's back. Kofi's not in the main event. Thank Ross God, is gonna blow a, stack. a gasket. I couldn't come up with anything. Stack. Right. Well, what does that rhyme with? Blow a stack. Oh, with K.O.'s back. See, there he's gonna you go. blow a stack. There you go. Wow, Ross can rap. Call him Notorious R.O.S.S.
0: By the way, this is off-air news
1: uh hang on i shouldn't take off my glasses what is it are you kidding me are you kidding
0: not confirmed we'll talk about it later not wrestling related i apologize it just came across my phone
1: it's just unbelievable are you picking daniel bryan yes i'm picking daniel bryan so
0: this is what's happening but
1: but rowan rowan's gonna get involved rowan's gonna get involved but ko's gonna get pinned
0: so ladies and gentlemen we both picked ray we both picked the revival we both picked the shield. We both picked Asuka. We both picked the Usos. Both picked Becky. We both picked the Boston Hug connection. Yep. We both picked Becky. And we both picked Daniel Bryan. So now y- yeah, go ahead. You picked Asuka winning by disqualification. Yes. And I picked Asuka winning clean. Yes. So there you go. Now, if Becky wins via armbore or pin, it's not going to count against us because no, it's it still Becky. I mean, we can get squirrely if you want, but I'm just saying that we're both picking. It's too squirrely, here, so
1: that, that, I think we should only do that if we get closer to the end of the year and we're too close. So, but I think, either yeah,
0: I'm going to be up two or we're going to be tied. Yeah, Fair We're so.
1: hoping that we are tied.
0: Cleveland, Ohio. I hope this show doesn't stink because I have a feeling I'm going to leave this pay per view and go. That was inconsequential, and I'm waiting for four more weeks. In fact, I guarantee you that's what's going to happen unless, unless they do one of two things. What's that? Which they'll never do one of them because it's a storyline that I do not care about. You want me to get involved and get me really interested in WrestleMania? Have Becky loose. That'd be hilarious. I would laugh uproariously. I would do the post show and laugh the entire show about how much of a genius I am. And how all the marks can stick it. Or suck it. Stick it. I'm not a DX fan. I'm not a your boy Triple H fan.
1: You're not a DX fan?
0: No. The NWO is way better.
1: Just saying. Carry on. The okay, horsemen I, I, were better. I, I, I can't stop it. Just stop. The horsemen are better. Just stop. Just I cannot <laughs> believe you just said the New World Order is better than DJ. It is. Man. As a concept God. and as a brand, it's better.
0: It
1: just is. Who won the who won the Monday Night Wars? That doesn't matter. It totally matters. It Are you kidding? That doesn't matter. Me? That stop. Okay. We've picked everything the same <laughs> except for the Oscar situation. I can't with this man. This man is unbelievable.
0: It's okay. Antonio Brown might be a bill.
1: Might be a bill. <laughs>
0: It's not for this show. I, I thought he was going to the Niners.
1: I, yeah. That's a sports I show. Hate, I hate I hate teams. Why? Because I, I mean, they just love to stick it to the players, and it's a really damn annoying.
0: I could go on a diatribe about Le'Veon Bell, but I won't because it's the Steelers, and I don't like them. Screw the Steelers; they're idiots. That is the <laughs> that is the 2019 Fastlane lane preview and prediction show we will be watching the pay-per-view here at the studio then we will do a post show give you all of our reactions and oh by the way the other thing i forgot to mention was uh, you want to really tip my interest have mandy rose win the title that'd be awesome that'd be something totally different that i would not expect i'm not saying it would be jinder mahal huge which by the way that was still a big moment when jinder mahal became it's the it's one champion of the biggest moments of, of
1: 2017 period mandy rose winning the title on oscar would be a huge moment I don't think it's gonna happen though. Her winning the title would be the biggest moment of 2019 so far. Fair, fair. I I can't think of anything else. I mean, yes, you could say Becky winning the Rumble, but that that was obvious. Seth winning the Rumble, that was obvious. Um, what? I mean, maybe maybe Kofi going an hour in the Gauntlet match, but he didn't do anything. He just oh, you mean Mustafa Ali's replacement? <sighs> Good times. If we could just have a debate between Mustafa Ali and Kofi Kingston for just 15 minutes, that would make me... By the way, he uh, he came back to television. This yeah. Week, and guess what? He didn't get a pop. You know who's getting a pop? Kofi.
0: Yeah, because the fans just all of a sudden care.
1: That's fine. That's fine. Dude, Kofi, dude, Mustafa was never that over. I. I'm Mustafa wouldn't have been that over even if he lasted an hour. He would have been somewhat over, but he wouldn't have been over over. So... I don't it's okay. Know what to
0: tell you, people just want to cheer Kofi because it's different.
1: That's okay. There's other trolls out there that keep saying that Kofi only got a title shot because it was Black History Month, and as soon as we went into March, <laughs> he lost his title match because he's black because we're trolls, idiots, and it, freaking. Kevin Owens is is from Montreal and he can speak French, but it's March. It's it's St. Paddy's Day month, so I actually what's the excuse for that?
0: I actually had a friend ask me if if they thought. Vince McMahon was a racist for taking Kofi Kingston's title shot away, and my response was, he's been a racist for years. Everybody knows Drop this. the
1: N-word on Monday Night <laughs> Raw. Like-
0: <laughs> Tell me he didn't just say that. Tell me. I love Booker T. By the way, shout out to Booker
1: T. Booker T, his podcast is no more because him and his broadcast partner got a new show on Houston's ESPN affiliate on the afternoons. Um, It's called the Hall of Fame or something like that. Shout out to Booker T. That's awesome.
0: Can you dig it? sucker? That's going to do it for the Double Turn Wrestling Podcast. Next show will be the... 2019 Fast Lane review show yeah. coming up on Sunday that will be out on Monday. Until then, he's been the J man, I've been Boss Ross. We will catch you on the flip side. <laughs>